This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hi, Michael. Hey, Suzanne. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. <laughs> so how's your photography this week? Uh, you know what? I actually took some of the lessons that we tried. Um, I, I think I'm getting better. I actually felt... Actually, what was interesting is I felt like I was seeing the world a little differently this week. That's which... what's supposed to happen. <laughs> I mean, you'll notice, the minute you start looking through your camera just a little bit more, you realize that you are seeing, like you you slow down a little more. You're exactly. looking at things and you know we're always looking at our phones or we're all wandering around and we're yep. all super busy. And I don't think we see a lot. Yeah. And so the minute you've got a camera in your hand, I think that story is true that having a camera teaches you how to see. Totally. And well, it was honestly, I mean, I was in New York last week and it was, uh, I mean, I texted you too where I was like, I got the cliche out of the way. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I realized how impatient I am very often taking photos. And so I think it was, uh, it was really interesting um, to not be so impatient. Well, it's good. Well, I'm glad you worked on that. Yeah, thanks. What are your Thank you this, so much. What are your thoughts this week? My thoughts this week. So I was looking at your photos again, and I noticed that so many of them are black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought so many of my pictures are in color. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. rare for me to be like, oh, you know what? I want to see what this looks like in black and white. <laughs> um, and I felt like maybe I'm missing something. What? Well, why black and white? Oh, uh, you know, okay, that's a good question. Why black and white? I, I mean, certainly. Uh, when I started in photography, they were I was just shooting black and white film, so I had no yeah. choice. And the, and the <laughs> film and doing it in color was uh, more like darkroom people didn't do it in color much because yeah. it, it you didn't have the same kind of control over it. So I did grow up sort of learning black and white. In mm-hmm. the history of photography, there's a lot of black and white. Yeah. But I would say that I'm not doing it for nostalgic reasons. I'm not. I'm not. There's a bunch of reasons I yeah. think to be in co- in in black and white. Um, the first one is that, gosh, you know, photography is actually super abstract. It's mm-hmm. a real surreal kind of thing. I know we're so used to it, it seems normal, but you're grabbing this image, which is just a tiny slice of the world, both in time, yeah. it's a fraction of a second, right. and in space. You're, we see all kinds of stuff, but the frame is just a little bit. So we're cutting, it's like you're cutting out a little snippet of your life, and it's super abstract, and we don't realize quite how abstract it is. And when it's in color... It feels like a document of this thing. This is a picture of Suzanne yeah. in New York. Yeah. Um, black and white forces me to remember that this is all an abstraction. Yeah. And I'm not trying just documenting that that I was standing here. Yeah. I'm actually trying to do something other than that. So, uh, so I'd say at the first level, black and white is is just a reminder. It's a gentle reminder that this entire thing is an abstract exercise. Right. Um, I feel like you slightly went matrixy. I mean, I was just like sort of seeing a motion graphic of the world being realized and then freezing just a small square and then having it come toward you and being like, I'm taking this and putting it in my pocket. That's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> I I choose to take that little moment I experienced and I'm just going to slip that in my pocket. I love I'm gonna it. Keep, I'm going to keep that little that little moment. Well, and literally, I mean, if you're taking it with your iPhone, you're literally putting that back in your pocket. You are. And it's okay. So so that's the first reason is okay. just to remind myself of that sort of surreality of the yeah. whole thing. The, the second reason... 
is because I do post-production. I fix my pictures a little bit. Yep. I, I want them to look a certain way. And when I am doing color post-production, the goal is to make something look real or, real, yeah. or maybe even hyper-real, just yeah. like you're making the colors look nice. And, and that yellow should look like the yellow that I saw when I was looking out there. Mm-hmm. That is a hard thing to do because your eye sees with a lot of with resolution and color right. and a computer and a transparency and it's certainly a photographic print. Don't do that. You can't really reproduce how amazing it looks with your eye. Yeah. And so I find it sort of frustrating, that exercise. Yeah. And, and, and I'm pretty limited in what I can do in post-production. I'm going to make the colors maybe brighter, whatever. When I go into black and white, because there's no, there's no reality to it, right. none of those grades shades of gray are real per se when something is blue and i'm now representing it in a gray scale i can make that blue look very light colored kind of light gray or i can make it super dark yeah and so imagine a sky scene um i get to decide whether i want that sky to be a dark um brooding thing behind this object or light and white and make it go away i have that capacity on every color of deciding where it falls in yeah. the grayscale and that really gives me the control to change how you experience the picture uh, sort of the, related to that and the third reason mm-hmm. is that if I take a picture of a normal scene there's all kinds of colors in there there's yeah. there's you're wearing a bl- red shoes and yeah. there's a blue hat here and the eye is attracted to these little colorful splotches and so the viewer is sort of looking all over your picture yeah. and if I want to control that I want to give you an experience of the shape of this amazing thing I need you not to be looking over at the bright shiny red thing <laughs> over on the left pay no attention and to, to the man no behind the curtain <laughs> that's exactly what it is so I by going into black and white, I can change how things look in real life. I'm yeah. making and um, you're painting with light. I'm painting with light. Yeah, it's, a, I love it's that. kind of a funny thing. <laughs> uh, but there are other there's a, a, other reasons. But those are you know primarily I like having those kinds of controls. I like being reminded it's an abstraction. Yeah. Uh, and then there's these sort of other reasons I think that are pretty good, and and that's because um, photography certainly for beginners tends to be uh, you're attracted to things sometimes because they're beautiful it's a sunset it's a beautiful person yeah. and we we get into this mode where we feel like a beautiful picture is a picture of a beautiful thing mm-hmm. and so the measurement of whether that picture works is did i faithfully recreate how beautiful that object is this person or that yeah. sunset and that's again a high bar it's a tricky thing the reality is is that a beautiful picture is a beautiful picture of any object yeah it's about the light and the composition and how you feel. And so I find by making things black and white, it forces me into thinking about it not being pretty in mm-hmm. that way, that, which is kind of a saccharine feel sometimes where it immediately appeals to me. It's so luscious and beautiful and, yeah. and the chromas are nice. And it lets me settle into what it's of and how I feel about what's in the image. And so... That's another kind of level of of why I like being in black and white. And I think sort of the last reason is that I um, like building – it's a composition exercise. I'm making this composition. And so I've trained myself as a black and white kind of photographer to see these sort of shapes and lines and Mm -hmm. mass. And I don't get distracted. I find color kind of distracting Mm -hmm. because I'm trying to compose this thing here. I think it's good practice if you can – if you can take a picture and make it good in black and white, mm-hmm. you have the skills to make beautiful color pictures. Yeah. Um, Do you always shoot color and then 
kind of change it in post-production to black and white? Yes. I, I used to shoot black and white film, mm-hmm. but I don't do that anymore. I shoot color. I get as much data. I'm, sometimes I'm shooting raw files, like yeah. huge data files. And then when I decide I like it, I'm deciding whether it should be in color or black and white. Right. I, I met a photographer once who said that, you know, if you're going to use color, make sure the color is there for a reason. Hmm. Like it has meaning. It, it adds to it. Um, so I frequently will take pictures, even if I intend to make them color, and I start with them in black and white and see what I... If, if it, it feels like the balances are right and yeah, the lighting like is right. Going. Yeah, and then I can put the color back and say, yeah, it's way better with color. This one, yeah, this one needs it, it. This needs it. And very often pictures need it. I think we rely on color. And I, it, it's sort of like when people are, are chefs or, or cooks of some yeah. sort, and they use a lot of salt, mm-hmm. you know, or adding a lot of sugar. But I'd say salt. Yeah. It's... Uh, it does. It definitely makes things better. Right. It, t- it tastes better. But people rely on. They put too much in, then it gets very strong. It overwhelms right. the, the 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 flavor of what you're doing here. And I thought that um, it, it color needs to be applied sort of sparingly in that sense. That it's it really is an ingredient that along with composition and all the other things that go into this image. Yeah. Uh, do you ever do you ever take a photograph um, that you shoot in color and then you do the post-production and one time you make the sky dark and gloomy and then you take another another version of it and you're making it really light. Do you ever get two pictures that you are really happy with from the <laughs> same original? Uh, no. I, not like that. I, I've definitely, um, in that sort of post-production process, had a few... There's kind of it kind of works this way, it kind of works that way. It's not mm-hmm. usually quite quite that dramatic. Mm-hmm. Usually, uh, but I'll try it both ways to see if it's better one way or the other. Yeah. But I have had pictures that I think are amazing in black and white, and I love them. And then I look at the color, and it's like, oh, that's really great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, I, and I, and when people look at my pictures, and they'll yeah. be like, oh, color, Ruben, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Living on the edge. I know. I couldn't make it. I like I just liked it in color, you know. That's a that's a tricky one. In fact, the picture of my daughter on the cliff that yeah, you, you were exactly. looking at. I looked at the color one t- yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's pretty good in color, you know. I like it that way. Yeah. So, and there's actually there's one other thing which is more related to the body of work, uh-huh. which is um, when you look at a bunch of your photographs, um, each picture should stand on its own. That's I'm a big proponent of just the picture works or the yeah. picture doesn't work. But very often we have lots of pictures or a group of pictures or pictures from my kids' childhood and then them mm-hmm. growing up and then going to college and all all that stuff, and when they're all when they all have their own color palette, they feel, it feels sort of jumbled. Like mm-hmm. that was an early morning shot. That was late. That was very bright and saturated. Right. That one's really kind of muted. And it feels... Um, Uncurated? Like, yeah. It feels like jelly beans, you know, just yeah. like a bunch of weird stuff. When I take everything to black and white, then they all kind of go together. Absolutely. And so when I pull up my history of pictures of my family or yeah. whatever, it almost feels like this cohesive thing, even though it's not particularly cohesive the subject matter is i guess but they don't clash with each other so i can hang them on the wall yeah and they all kind of go together nicely it's they're color coordinated by having no color i feel i feel like it's sometimes when you look at people's like instagram feeds and you're just like whoa they are all over the place yeah but then you can look at uh, like a really talented photographer you look at their instagram feed and then you're just like wow they've they clearly have a point of view. They have a vision. They have an aesthetic. They have, um, with granted, maybe there's like the the oddball piece out that's sort of that accent piece. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it does feel like a cohesive body of work. 
I mean, I'm, I'm not going for a cohesive body of work, but I do like the practicality of things all kind of matching each other. They yeah. feel like they go together in some way. And it's nice. Um, but my daughter loves the color stuff. I'm like, and there, you know, there's that picture of her uh, at the Santa Cruz boardwalk where mm-hmm. she's up on a very brightly lit sort of colorful yeah, yeah. amusement park ride. And I would love it if that would be in black. That was an early picture of mine that uh, I was like trying to get it into black and white. And it just, <laughs> it is about the color. Like right. it had to be, and she loves it in color. And I kind of relax. Like, I don't think I should show anyone I'm doing color. I was embarrassed, <laughs> but it's fine in color. So yeah. I think for people beginning or getting started, don't be in black and white if you don't want to be in black and white. Right. But I think that give yourself an exercise of trying to see in black and white, trying to compose pictures in black and white. And if you can do it, your color stuff will be much better. I love that. That's great. Well, I think we're actually almost at time. All right. Will you, will you try that? I will. I promise. Okay. okay I'm looking forward to seeing <laughs> And it'll be cool. And, and yeah, there's a little bit of a nostalgic feel to it, but it, like, don't do it for the nostalgia. You're not trying to fake people out like this is the 50s. No, I'm trying to make myself better. Yes. I, I, I like okay. it. I like okay, it as good. an exercise. Great. Try it out. <laughs> and, and I will see you next week. Sounds great. Right. Thanks so much. Okay. <laughs>